right. Let's do it. And guess what? We are live. What is up, everybody? Listen, what an honor it is to sit here today with my good friend, Yakimo Manera and Daniel Shoemake, uh, two very good friends of mine. It's been an honor to have Daniel on, actually, and co-host with me on several of them. And looking forward to the future with us, too, too, right? Uh, missing our man, Northeast Jules, right now. He, he's at work. So if you're listening, Northeast, we love you and uh, we miss you, man. So hopefully you can chime in. Um, if not, welcome to the party, everybody. Welcome to the Pencast. I'm so excited today. Look at Yakimo smiling. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. So, Yakimo, what is up, my man? How you doing? Good, good. Um, just uh, been uh, steady. Uh, just hanging out and uh, trying to get things situated for uh, 2024, uh, but it's, it's been good. Are you getting ready for Santa Claus? That's the main question. <laughs> uh, I might have a list. <laughs> uh, well, listen, have you been good or naughty? Are you on the naughty list or the good list this year? I'd like to think that I'm on the good list, but I know some people could say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel you on that. I, me and Daniel can, can relate, and so is, I bet you some viewers that are watching right now and, and that are going to be listening can absolutely relate to that, right? Oh, um, trust me, I haven't been on the good list in probably 10 years. <laughs> Listen, I feel you, right? I keep getting cold, but the coal I use for my wood stove, right? So oh, well, it, you're cold. Dude, it's all good, right? You, you got to find the ways to get around all this, right? Uh -huh. so, yeah, absolutely. So, Giacomo and Daniel, real quick, man, how was your guys' Thanksgiving? Go ahead, Giacomo. You go first. Uh, mine was great. Actually, um, my uh, family got a little bit together. My dad came back home, and uh, we um, we were able to cook turkey and eat as a family, which was – it was a good time. Um, That's always a good one. Yeah, yeah. How about yours, Daniel? Mom was all right. Like mom and dad, like there was a couple of people out of town, so they didn't. Mom didn't do the full spread that we usually do, which kind of sucked because there was what any leftovers. So you're starving for three days after. <laughs> like, oh no! But we, uh, so I've got two goddaughters that I'm helping raise because that card got called. So we went to their grandparents' house and ate and had the big spread there. And I didn't get leftovers there either, but whatever. But so yeah, no, it was all right. And then the good, well the. The house we went to for there is, you know, their grandparents is the guy that I bought my race bike from. And he's, he and I were talking and I'm trying to uh, set up a couple of, he's trying to sell some bikes and I'm trying to get some stuff, help him get some stuff sold and everything else. So it was all good. That's proper. Yeah. So I went to my mom's house like I do every year. I had, I actually had some family come in that I ain't seen in over a year uh, from, one, from Seattle and from California. Both of them uh, are in the Navy. One's a fighter pilot. Um, and the other one, he, he just works on a ship, but he, he's a seaman. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. Right. So yeah. Um, it was good to, to see him. Like, uh, la, 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 la. like I said, it's, uh, it, it's usually only one once a year. Uh, my mom always does this big Thanksgiving feast. To be honest with everybody, I'm not a big Turkey, uh, stuffing or any of that. I'd rather have steak and shrimp or, Mexican food or something, right? But uh, yeah, it was good, man. I enjoyed hanging out. Of course, everybody had had a little drink, hanging out with the family. So, yeah, it, it, it was a, a proper good good time. Um, my man Peter Marsh from across the pond. What is up, Peter? He says, "Good evening, you beautiful people, my mates. Thank you so much, you guys." Uh, and listen, uh, Giacomo, you're gonna like this one, bro. You're on the naughty list. 
you you're on the naughty list. He done called you out. Oh, yeah, that's caught. Uh, <laughs> caught red-handed, right? So, listen uh, to everybody that don't know who who you are or where you come from. Why don't you tell everybody actually where you got your passion uh, for motorcycles? Yeah. Um, so yeah, not. <clears throat> I find this interesting because a lot of people don't know that I was I uh, grew up and. I'm from Italy. Both my parents are from Italy. Uh, so, um, you know, obviously there's some passion just there. <laughs> but uh, my dad rode a motorcycle. I remember being a kid. He used to take me on rides. And um, that that was always something that uh, I looked up to and I, I wanted to do in the future. Um, but I I never really got into motorcycle racing until I was older. I always rode mountain bikes. Um, me and my buddies would gather up in the local town and go ride all the dirt bike trails and of course we didn't have dirt bikes we were too young for that so um and uh yeah just rode mountain bikes till i was 12 and and then we we moved to thailand after that uh which was kind of a little bit of a disappointment for me uh, i really wanted to stick around italy and, and go race and uh, and do all that but you know life happens and things change uh, but I still rode mountain bikes over there in Thailand. Uh, I met a lot of people that um, that I still talk to nowadays that, uh, you know, race motorcycles or cars and, uh, and mountain bikes over there. Um, but, yeah, so it wasn't up until I moved back to Italy after those four years in Thailand that uh, I wanted to start riding uh, bikes. And um, I remember my buddies all had mopeds, like 50cc mopeds, and we'd soup them up and and go ride like down to the um, down the street from my house and go do wheelies and stuff like that stupid stuff. But I never owned a motorcycle myself uh, until we moved here to the U.S. in 2017, and uh, my dad gifted me uh, my first bike. And then from there, it was a progress of uh, just going to the first cart track and uh, you know meeting the right people, this and that. And then I ended up getting on a 450 about uh, maybe two years after that. Nice. So proper. Hang on, yeah. stop, hang on. Italy to that's Italy to Thailand's not across the parking lot. Like, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's oh, not a God, yeah. wait. Like, because you can't just like <laughs> you can't just gloss over that big of a move. Okay. Like yeah, I heard Thailand. I went, wait, uh, stop. Yeah, hang right. on. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely different. It took a lot of time to just adapt to how different the culture was and you know, I, I didn't know any, I didn't know there was anything outside of my little small town of, you know, 6,000 people. And then uh, a year later, I was in this place that had 6 million people in, you know, one city. So it was, it was huge. And uh, I, I will say, I wish I would have been a little bit older. I could have gotten to experience a little more of it, you know. Right, um, right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was still a good time. Yeah, I oh, love. Yeah. So I, I got family that actually lives in Thailand, and Thai food is one of my favorite foods, and I love spice. Everybody that knows me personally, I love spicy, real spicy uh, uh, food. So yeah, it's uh, what's your favorite Thai food? Uh, I personally like I like pad thai. Pad thai is good. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, tom yam goong used yep. to be my tom favorite. Tom yam is good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But my my absolute favorite, which I don't know what the name of it is, but um. My dad would stop at one of the carts along the side of the road and pick up like a fish and um, uh, papaya salad and papaya. a bunch of other stuff. Hey, yes, and that was my favorite thing to eat. Just like you know that fish that he probably took out of the you know back pond and they right. just fished it up. 
Right. But it was that was the good. Yeah. that's right behind the cart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, man. The Thai food's so good. Uh, actually, we got uh, Ryan Snooks. What is up? And he says, uh, "Ciao, amigos." Ciao, Everybody man. knows Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Ryan. Ryan's awesome. Um, we got Eli Colby. My man, Eli. What is up? He says, uh, "Red curry chicken for the win." Yeah, yeah. Red curry chicken, man. Listen, I love all Thai food. I don't care what it is. You put it in front of me, and I'm pretty much gonna shove it down my throat. Um, because it's so good. And then, of course, my man. David Wolfie, he says, there he is. <laughs> the David. Italian stallion is in the house. Yes, he is. Him and his cowboy Oh, man, they're so good, dude. Ryan and them. Yeah, so I met them in Jersey and went in their trailer and uh, sat down and talked with them. They're, uh, man, beautiful people. I enjoyed oh, every second of it. They actually gave me a shirt that I wore on the podcast. So, so uh, Yakimo, usually uh, people, I ask people to, to send me something signed or, or give me a shirt that I can wear on the podcast or hang up on my wall, just a memorial to give back to all you beautiful people that's graced yourself on this podcast, right? For um, sure. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, they are awesome. Uh, I, I, I have nothing. But love for them. They're they're great. I absolutely love David and, and Erica and, and Ryan. They I mean they took care of me all year. They got me to stay in their RV and cook some pretty good food. So I, I can't the I got OG. nothing bad to say. Look, Eric is the Eric is the one. Like David, you can sit there and we me and Eric, like me and David will sit there because now Eric is the one you don't fuck with. Hell no. <laughs> nah, I, yeah. yeah, that's very true. It, that I'm sure like everybody I'm sure everybody's tried her banana bread. Listen, I was ready to say that. No, I'm still listen. I know you guys are listening. I'm still waiting on my banana nut bread. So yeah, I had it at yeah. GNF a couple of years ago. It is legit. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I hear. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, banana nut bread. I I can't wait. Um, and then we have another comment real quick. <laughs> Eli Daniel, what's the? Oh no, sorry. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to that. Next season, we will get to that. I didn't mean to to bring bring that one up. Uh, this is from Eli. He says, "This Yakima fella is smoking hot." <laughs> <laughs> Eli Colby, oh, Eli yeah. Block, yeah, yeah. That's my dude. So actually, I, I need to rearrange. I've been rearranging. He actually gave me a leather suit. You guys see it right there in the back. Oh yeah, hanging up from my ceiling. Um, he he signed it. Man, my mic, my mic's so sensitive. You quit I hitting that just, mute button is what you listen. I, I barely, I mean, I could just barely blow on it. And it just, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it it cuts on and off. But dude, Eli was uh when I met him and his dad there in Jersey, same thing with uh Ryan, Wolfie, and David and, and them. It was uh everybody that I met was was awesome. I had such a great time. And listen, look who it is right here. Cool Jules. What is hey, up? Hey, my hey. man? Hey yo, what lol. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so let's get back into it. So uh you got your passion for bikes at, at a young well older on you you started older, right? Uh you've been moving a lot since a young age, right? All over from Italy to Thailand to where we are right now, right? So out of all the places you lived, which do you prefer the most? Uh that's that's a tough one. Um there isn't one that I would stick with. I, I kind of like uh, moving. I, I guess I've gotten so used to it. Um, but here in the States where I'm at now, uh, I really, I thoroughly enjoy being here. 
Greenville is, is, is a pretty cool place. You know, you got the mountains not far away, actually pretty close. Some of the best riding trails. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a mountain biker at heart. So, um, you know, uh, the trails here are pretty sick. And uh, But I, I would like to experience Thailand now. Like yeah. if I could go back now and live, maybe, I don't know if I would like it or not, but I would like to experience that. Um, but yeah. Uh, and you know, Italy is, is one of my favorite places on earth. Like I wish I could, I could live there to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool tattoo you got. <laughs> and I got the Simicelli yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm my, my son. Everybody knows Hayden Rossi. I'm yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. But you Go can't hide it, dude. Stop. I it. can't, dude. I can't. <laughs> I can't. No, but yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I have tried to go back home to Italy and live, um, but it's just so difficult for me to do. Uh, there's just less opportunities for me yeah. uh, right now. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Grinville is is working out for me pretty good. That's and awesome. You, go ahead. You know, sorry. being uh, being in South Carolina is like kind of in the perfect in between yeah. all the tracks and I'm not far from Jackson in North Carolina and Ashton in Georgia. So, um, we got a pretty cool group. Yeah. That's yeah. You're, you're, you're kind of like me. I'm just a little further North, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're Sorry. You're a wrecking crew right there with right, Ashton, yeah. Jackson and, yeah. and you're that close to the hair. I'm sitting there watching video footage from like the Heron compound of Ashton on that Suzuki 450 he's got. I'm like, I, I'm too old for this shit. Like I can't I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, I don't bounce anymore. So I can't do that, but it's fun uh, to walk. It's crazy. Cause uh, uh, you know, in the last four years, uh, I can't remember a time I've seen Ashton crash. Like, yeah. And he, he yeah. is absolutely sending it every time. So it, it's oh. impressive to watch. He is. The bloodline's good. The blood. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lucky Aaron, yeah, it's mm -mm. I remember watching him race when there's the Yoshimura team, and it was just like, Oh, well, you've got Matt and Ben racing each other, and Aaron, okay, Aaron's the enforcer of the group, okay, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's like you don't like eh, you you leave Aaron, you give Aaron a wide berth, just let it, yeah, yeah. It was was funny because I heard that the podcast with Ben Spees on uh Gypsy that was so that was proper, right? Because you get the inside kind of view, and I love hearing stories like that, like like that proper battles that Ben and Matt actually went through, right? Talking cash shit because you know it was. I mean, Mm -hmm. deep down, you know, Ben also said that when they were in the van together or wherever they're going, it was different, right? Of course it is, but Dude, you you know Yakimo and everybody that that professionally road races know that man. Once the helmet goes on, yeah, you're my friend. But I want to rip your head off and shit down your throat. I'm gonna win this race. I don't care at what cost, right? That's. But afterwards, of course, we're buddy. Be let's have a cerveza, yeah. amigo, glass of wine, or, or whatever, right? So yeah, no, for sure. Actually, one of my favorite Gypsy Tail uh, podcasts is the. Um, uh, oh my god of course not forget the name uh casey stoner yep uh, stoner yes that was yeah. really good he did one with jack uh, miller too that was really good yeah that one too i honestly all of his podcasts are really good but um that one in particular i sat throughout the whole four hours i don't know how many times like on my bicycle back there something like that you know just and it there's a lot to take in there is yeah there is um yeah so well next time you're out there mountain bike man Listen to Pin the Gas podcast when you're out there riding and doing those pedals, right? Anyway, I will for sure. Yeah, appreciate the love. Good joke, inside joke. I already know, but yeah. So, tell us about your mountain bike setup. Um. Well, 
I have uh, actually my mountain bike is in Georgia right now with Ashton. Um, but I have a Scott, uh, I think it's called a Genesis or Genius 720. And um, yeah, it's a pretty cool little neat all around mountain bike. Uh, you know, when I used to race downhill, I, I had like a, like a Kona uh, Stinky, I think it was called like back in the day. Um, and that thing had like 200 mil forks and, you know, 190 mil shock. And, uh, it was, it was pretty, you could go over some pretty rough stuff. Uh, but with some of the trails around here, you don't need that much. And, uh, I kind of like climbing as well. So, um, so yeah, that bike is kind of perfect for, for what we have around here. Uh, Ashton just got a pretty cool bike, uh, 27.5. I've always rode 26. So, uh, I never really felt comfortable on 29er, but um, I've ridden them before and I, I see why people do it. Yeah. 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 For sure. So Erica says, let's talk about your pasta. <laughs> Giacomo, what's up with the pasta, man? Oh, yeah. What's up? What's yeah. Up? What are we missing? Hey, I'm hungry right minute. now. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's another thing a lot of people don't know is uh, in Italy, I went to culinary school for, uh, I think, a year or two. So, Bro. um, <laughs> so I I, I I love to cook too and um ever since i moved here i've been able to you know my dad loves food as well so we got a little garden in the back and um i in this scenario erica was referring to the pesto the lemon pesto uh, i'd bring down a little bit of lemon pesto and make some pasta for everybody and it's always a good time and i feel like that's like the perfect race um race meal you know so yeah. are you bringing, are you making the pasta and bringing it down? Or are you doing store-bought? Nah, store-bought pasta, but I'm making the pesto like from scratch. Right. It's good. good. What so, pasta are you getting? Uh, I like, I like penne or rotini, yep. but, um. What's your brand? Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> like this inquiring mind I, needs to know. I like, I like is, is a good one, but there's another brand that I, I can't remember right now. That's really good. It's, uh, it's from Rome. Uh, it's, it's much better. Yeah. Reyes I can't remember good. the name. Reyes I'll message you. Don't worry. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll message you. Yeah. I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll remind you to, to let me know for sure. So, so uh, this lemon pasta, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to make Daytona, but I'm definitely going to be in Atlanta in Jersey. So when do I get banana, nut bread, and pasta? Man, I'm going to be fed good this time. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, I'm talking about. We can make that happen. I think we're happen. all partying at Road Atlanta this year. Oh, dude, we're going to have so much fun when everybody's together. It's going to be. So I'm going to be down there. I'm helping. I, know. I think I'm pretty sure I'm helping Ryan. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be ballistic. We're going to have so much fun, everybody. It's, I can't wait. It's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be proper. So uh, obviously we have mutual mates uh as, as friends right uh my man action jackson which man dude he's such a cool kid uh i love action i, I call him action jackson that's his nickname <laughs> um that that jules gave him um yeah he was uh he's proper of course ashton so how did you end up hooking up with ashton and, and action jackson well it's kind of funny story jackson um i met him at carolina motorsports park uh we were riding the car track and it was one of my first time or i think i just bought the 17 inch rims for my dirt bike so i you know I, it was like the first time really trying to go and, and ride the car track for real um and uh all i remember is this kid passed me on an r3 and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna try and stick behind this guy 
And we go into turn one, and sure enough, after a couple laps going into turn one, I just tucked the front right behind him. And uh, we go into pits, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, we're going like we're going so fast, and I, I just tucked the front, almost took you out. And I'm sure he was not stoked about that, <laughs> but that is kind of how we met. And um, and then his dad came up and uh, said hi, whatever. And uh, and then fast forward, I want to say a couple couple months later we were in the same van driving down to Callahan for the winter throwdown and we've just been a friendship ever since um but yeah Jackson uh he he's been a big part of uh what I've what I've been able to accomplish here too good yeah actions dude he's action he's a good guy he's a good guy to have in your corner definitely yeah for sure yeah absolutely it it was an honor to meet them both and then uh, from there, just kind of riding at the Heron compound, got to meet Ashen and um, start hanging out with him. And uh, we, we just recently started doing some bicycle riding together uh, for the first first time. So, nice. um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. Yeah, because he just got a, a new mountain bike, didn't he? Or a new upgrade or something? Yeah, he got yeah. he got a pretty cool bike. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, they're expensive, man. So I had one uh, when I when I lived in Phoenix, go to MMI. Um uh, I had a mountain bike that I rode. It was a KHS. It was like eighteen hundred bucks. I mean, but back then, man, shit, that's two thousand. That was a lot of money, man, for a mountain bike. You kidding me? Oh, I had yeah. to have it. That was so beautiful, right? I was like, oh, she sings to me. I need her. My school MMI motorcycle mechanics institute was ten miles away, so I rode it to school, and I usually caught caught a ride home because it was, you know, I worked. Then I rode my mountain bike to school, and then shit, eleven o'clock when I got out, I was like, man, I ain't. Fix a ride 10 miles. I might as well just camp right here and go to sleep. So I ended up uh catching, but somebody stole it off my front door. I literally rode home, parked it out front, had to go and use restroom. By the time I come out, it was gone. Ooh. Yeah, I was pissed. I hadn't bought one since because I'm still bitter about my eighteen hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, my my last uh before the bike that I have now, I had a uh, really nice Bergamont um downhill nice. bike. Nice. And uh, that was in Italy. And I think three weeks before I left on a plane to come here to the States, I had it. I think I got a flat or something in some of the local trails. So I just rode it down to my friend's house and locked it in um, in between two houses. And sure enough, the next day it was gone. And it was like my whole, I was, that was a bad time in my life. Bro. Like I just lost my bicycle. That was, that was a big deal. <laughs> it, it, Dude, it it's a very big deal. It and Northeast Jewel says, "LOL, can't beat our barbecue and cheeseburgers." <laughs> Tom, I, say, and, I, I like some barbecue. I like barbecue. Where I'm in not, the Northeast do they barbecue? I, he's <laughs> Wait, from New York, man. So I, 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 I hang on. Wait, mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no. I, honestly, I'm not a barbecue fan, so I'm not a big barbecue sauce or barbecue. Well, you gotta, it, it's you gotta find like what you like in the situation yeah that's true so it's like yeah. you know whatever yeah I, and then bobby says oh god <laughs> of course right i was waiting on somebody as soon as we start talking about thailand to bring that up I, lady <laughs> boys and, you know. that's hilarious and then of course uh eli says uh I don't think Yakimo Jacomo is ready for the smoke golfing this winter, hey, right? Hey, you gotta you, you gotta calm it down a little bit. I, I'm not that good. Like I, I literally picked up a golf uh, golf club a couple of months ago with Jackson. So uh, Look, take it easy on me, Eli. <laughs> I tell everybody if you find me on a golf course, save me. I've been kidnapped. Like yeah. you know, 
Like the only if I'm on a golf course, I'm making drinks and I'm driving the cart. I'm not right. swinging anything. I'm the I am the party organizer. I'm not playing. Yet. No, that's man. I like golf. I, I'm really good at Tiger Woods golf on the PlayStation. So anybody there there listening, yeah, anybody listening want to get up and play some Tiger Woods? Let's get it, baby, all day, <laughs> right? But uh, golf's fun, man. I ain't gonna lie. I do have a set of clubs. Uh, I haven't played in a long time. It got to a point where I did go out with some of my buddies, and yeah, we'd have a, you know, who don't go to the liquor store, get some airplane shooters, go out there on a golf course, smack a couple, talk shit, lose a couple balls, blah blah blah, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun, man. It's one of the most challenging games I've ever played in my life for sure. Um, yeah, mental, while, we, mental. Yeah, we played. Um, uh, we went to Top Golf Tuesday. Uh, oh, nice. I don't know for four or five months straight, and. Um, uh, yeah, so I got a little bit of practice there, but man, from that to the golf course is so different. Uh, you could have a perfect day at the range, and then it'd just be like fucking shit, shitty, <laughs> right? For sure. And then of course, Alfredo. He says, Alfred, sorry. He says, mountain bike, your collarbone killer. Oh, yeah. there's a story here. There's yep. a story here. So what's the story? <laughs> yeah. So after I broke my first collarbone, which is my right one, um, on a dirt bike. Um, last year at the beginning of the season, I actually was, I think it was January or February. Um, I went out for a bicycle ride, a mountain bike ride on big rock, which is this huge rock that is bold. And, uh, you just kind of, there's trails that kind of run up on top of it. And, um, it was February, so it was still pretty cold. And I was supposed to meet up with a couple of buddies and nobody sh ended up showing up in time. So I just decided to take a loop by myself and I ended up, uh, hitting the ice patch and going over the bars, uh, a couple, probably like six feet or something like mm -hmm. that. And broke my other collarbone and took a pretty gnarly slam to the face. And I, I was lucky to, to just be able to stand up from that. Yeah. And then I ended up having to walk 30 minutes back down the whole mountain with nobody around till I got to the truck and, uh, it, it was not fun. It was not a good time. Um, especially not having anybody to rely on. And, uh, yeah, I made it back to the, uh, to the hospital and I, I knew immediately as soon as I fell, like I, I got up and, um, I couldn't feel my face and I felt my collarbone snap right in half. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not, not my best, uh, start of the year, <laughs> especially like, considering where do I had, get the line to not do that. Yeah. yeah right and collarbones are so easy to break i mean let's just be honest right i mean it seems like you barely hit the ground and your collarbone breaks yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it was not a good time <laughs> yeah look bobby says they're hot also yeah i mean yeah as long as they're not lady boys absolutely they are right so i, I got uh, a cousin of mine actually lives there so he so uh, two of my cousins one of his brothers lived in china for 10 years or whatever. He's a, this big wig at GE, right? So they it just huge, huge big wig way up in the company. So his other brother, Mark, he would go out there and visit them and then they would go to Thailand. So he ends up meeting this Thai woman at the bar, right? Normal story, right? Brings her back to the United States on a six month visa. They get married. They bring their kids over there. And this is how I fall in love with Thai food because she makes the most amazing Thai food ever, right? Um, but yeah, it's just funny. So anyway, he comes back in town. He was the ones at Thanksgiving. He showed me these pictures. He's like, dude, check this girl. She's in Thailand. I was like, 
damn, she's hot. He's like, yeah, she's probably got a 10 inch dick too. That's a guy. And I was like, what? Shut up. How do you? He says they shave them down out there. Oh God, no! Yeah. I, look, I want to go just because it's all, the beaches are amazing. It's beautiful there. I'm not going anywhere near a bar, casino, nothing. Like I'm just gonna sit in, sit on the beach. I'm gonna drink myself till I pass out. And be like, That's, yeah. it. That's, That's it. That's it. I ain't doing. I it. think. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll be. I think you'll be surprised how hard it is to tell whether they actually are a guy or not. Like some of That's them. I'm staying away. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't about to mess up. Nope. <laughs> hey, I mean, nope. Bobby knows what's up. Bobby knows what's <laughs> up, right? And, hey, by then it's too late, right? Because you're yeah, like, I, I fucked around and found out real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I man. ain't trying to. No. No. no I ain't no. playing. So, I'm not yeah. even swimming in that pool. Hell no. <laughs> but I, I do want to go visit Thailand because you're right. The, the pictures and the way they say, they say it's beautiful. It's a great experience. The food is phenomenal. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my my wife sat the at, at my window because I got my window shut up, waving a Christmas tree at me, smiling. <laughs> she goofy, everybody. I'll stick to my look, look, listen. He says I'll stick to my two wives. LOL, dude, bro, more power to you. I can't say I'm not just a little bit jealous. No, no, no. There's no. a lot of headache that comes along with that one too. Yeah, though, like, right? You got one headache, and you're gonna double down on another one. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, Bobby's a real one for that. Yes, he can man. have it. <laughs> man, uh, imagine his honey to do list. That's yeah. twice as long, right? Yeah. Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, Giacomo, why don't you tell us about your 2023 season, starting from the beginning to where we're sitting to right now, like all the races you've done, the classes you've been in, all the W's you've taken, all the good stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, man, I. I at the beginning of the year, we, we, we didn't go in it thinking we were going to win the championship. We just um, we just went in thinking we we're going to go ride and do our best. And just it was just an opportunity to ride a bike. And um, uh, and, you know, straight from the testing at VRR, um, Ryan and I knew that we kind of had some work to do. Uh, at least I did for sure, because Ryan uh, at the beginning of the season was faster than I was. And um, and so. Yeah, we just kind of kept doing what Russell always told us, which is circulating and uh, just keeping a constant pace. And um, we um, we got to Atlanta um, for the first race, and it went as probably – well, I can't say it could have gone – it could have definitely gone worse, but it definitely didn't go the way we wanted it to, uh, where um, somebody laid oil on the, on the track, and I ended up hitting it, and – uh, picking the bike up and fuel was spewing everywhere because of the dent in the tank and uh Russell piecing the bike back together at the last minute in the in the restart and um man there was just so many things that were wrong with that thing at that time and all I remember was Russell saying like uh just just feel it out for a lap and then if you need to come in you can come in but feel it out for a lap um and it ended up turning into a podium so uh, we just kind of kept the momentum going after that and um, uh, ended up being on the podium every single race, which is pretty cool accomplishment um, considering we were also against, I mean, the the whole uh, lightweight was stacked with RS 660s, which is just like a completely different monster from what we were riding. Um, and uh, um, so, yeah, just kept on 
kept on trying to make podiums and um, it kind of worked out for us at the end and never really made mistakes. Ryan was also uh, super fast at the beginning. He, he used to give me like two, two seconds. Um, and the, the agreement was that whoever started, whoever qualified the fastest would start the race. And so therefore we get to do the double stint, which was for us, it's, it's like, Oh, more ride time. Other people might see it as like, Oh shit, I got to right. do a double, a double stint. Um, but yeah. And <laughs> I'm all like, shit. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. I got to already sing twice. <laughs> Breathe. <sighs> yeah. <I'm old. laughs> but yeah. And it, it ended up, uh, um, working out the first three races. Uh, Ryan was faster than I was and always started the race. Uh, and then I decided that it was time for me to, to get my double stint. And, uh, I was like, okay, I, I need to step my game up a little bit and was able to um, be a little quicker or qualify a little quicker than Ryan. But it wasn't by much. It, it used to be where, like, he'd give me a second or two, and, you know, I could give him a couple tenths here and there. So he definitely pushed me to, to become faster throughout the year. and It, it was cool. It was a good time. Uh, but, yeah, the, the biggest thing is we I don't think we could have done it without Russell. I mean, uh, some of the team calls that he made, uh, I just I wouldn't have had the guts to, to, to make those calls. Like, for example, Pittsburgh is uh, – I still have flashbacks about Pittsburgh because it was probably one of my best race so far um, where, you know, we started out and uh, the, actually the day before Russell told us exactly what was going to happen. There was three scenarios and uh, sure enough, one of those scenarios happened. So we knew exactly what to do as soon as it started raining. Um, you know, I, I kept riding because it, it, it was weird. It was like sprinkling. It wasn't really raining. It wasn't damp. Um, and with having so many bikes on the grid, um, they, you know, they drive the line pretty good. Um, but yeah, when, when everybody came in to do the tire swap and put reins on, I, I just kept going and Russell and I knew exactly what was going on and we just gave each other a thumbs up and just kept trucking and we ended up making the pass first. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and kind of, we lucked out with, the with the red flag, whenever it happened uh because it was right before the downpour and um so yeah but um yeah just russell had had some aces up his sleeve here and there and you know some race experience and in, in the from the past hey, look yeah. ron russell, says russell is that guy many, russell's the man russell's been doing it for forever so yeah, yeah. he's if he's literally if, if it's happened, Russell's seen it and done it. Like nice. it's just, yeah. Like endurance racing and anything SV wise too. Like yeah. Russell's been there, done that, made the t-shirt. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, going back to road Atlanta, uh, when he fixed that, like some of the things were, okay. The tank was dented. Uh, yeah. The brake reservoir was completely off the bike, but the tube was still there. So he just slapped another reservoir on and it, it worked. But that's when he was like, hey, you got to take it easy for maybe a lab. Just give it a feel. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go oh. into 10A and not have any breaks. But <laughs> there. Uh -uh. no, thank you. No. <laughs> I, and I, the other coming thing down is, that hill at speeds terrifying, oh, yeah. even, even if it's on an SV. Like you're only coming down <laughs> like 135, 138, and you go, no, I, nothing? Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> I think even more so on an SV because you've got – I mean, I think it's so heavy. It already yeah. doesn't want to stop. And then no, like, it just doesn't want to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, the other thing was like the brake lever. He had to replace that, and we only had a. a it was like longer for some reason, and it poked out a little bit. So every time I'd hit the curb, you could hear it, you could see it spark back, and I could I just imagine myself coming in too hot, clipping it, my rear wheel locking up, and that would have been a bad day. But it didn't happen. And Russell, sure enough, he's like, "Don't worry, it'll shave down," <laughs> and it did just that. You know? No, thank you. Mm-mm. That's awesome. One of these ain't happening. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's awesome. That's that. so obviously it was man. SV is such a great platform there for when it first come out, right? It was it's such a well nimble bike for its day heyday when when it come out, right? It was a good entry level race bike, and a lot of people. It's been around the block a long time, you know. I mean, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. It, Lorenzo says, uh, yeah, Chavez, yeah, there you go. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, he, he's saying, uh, go, uh, bail is just, it's just a way of, of like a what? thing that you just say. It's like, I don't he's know what you would a, refer to here. He's sitting in a Ferrari Daytona right now. I know that's what I'm looking at, too. Like, he's, yeah, he, I, I think he rented that car. Okay. <laughs> I hope okay. he did because if it's the first generation Daytona, good luck when the transmission sensor goes out because you got to pull the bolt back half of the car apart. Ooh. Oh, it's no, not I, good. It's not I good. Think, <laughs> I think he's unhappy with his uh, Audi. So I, I don't think he'd be getting a Ferrari anytime don't soon. Do, trust me. <laughs> the, the last thing you, the last Ferrari you want is a first generation Daytona. Well, modern Daytona because literally I've, my brother used to work at a uh, exotic. In an, an independent exotic shop, you literally to change the sensor on the transmission because the transmission is in the back of the car. You have to pull the whole back subframe, every all the suspension pieces out to pull the transmission out and replace a sensor and then put it all back in. Oh it's an my. 18 hour job to swap a sensor. Hmm. Nope. That sounds it's probably ten thousand dollars too. Fifteen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, nah, dude, I'm good. No, thank I'm, you. I'm good on anyway. That. Yeah, you keep it. You keep your Ferraris, and yeah, nah, <laughs> they're they're nice. Don't get me wrong. I got them on GTA Seven or Five or whatever it is on my PlayStation Five. Yeah, yeah, and they're awesome, and they look good, man. I've been around a lot of. I mean, I've seen them, and you know, Lamborghinis. Even if I won a million dollars, man, I would probably buy one. Just say I had one, and probably turn around and sell it the next week. It just, it's just not who I am. I'd rather have a garage dude well that and i would like to have a garage full of dude just ducatis and rc51s and zx7 double yeah. r's and r7s and ones and all that shit where yeah. you just want to walk in a garage and with just a mean boner and just be in heaven right just like yes <laughs> with flat screen tvs everywhere and couches and just yeah yeah man forget the ferrari even though they're nice don't get me wrong they're pretty yeah, yeah, they sound pretty, good. Yeah, they, they look they look real nice and they sound good for sure. They do. I've never they, been in one, although I'd want to. Actually, if my buddy ever rents one again, we'll, we'll go for a rip, and I'll, I'll let you know how that how that goes. They sound good. They go really good when they're work. They're okay. They're like Italian women. You treat them right, they're wonderful. The second they have a problem, it's a nightmare. It's it's, it's <laughs> just like Ducatis. I get it. Dude. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yep. Just like Ducatis. Yep. 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 Ryan, Ryan says uh, it was an honor to race for him too. I still think that's crazy how everything turned out. Yeah, that was man. I I still can't believe it to be honest. Like even the last race for me was it was such a blur uh, because I I uh, huffed gas for an hour and fifteen, and uh, when I got off the bike, I. I could see like three dots everywhere I looked and I, I couldn't, I wasn't myself. 
And I ended up going to the RV and coming back at 5.15, and I just woke up. And I'm like, oh, we won the championship? <laughs> it was crazy. Well, um, the amount of red flags in that race was a little out of hand, too. Yeah. Because I was down yeah. there helping I was down there helping the CRT team, you know, Parrish and Mullins and all those guys. And, you know, we got lucky for a minute because I, racing SVs, I kind of halfway know how to put the bodywork back on it pretty quick. And after they crashed, trying to – swap everything back in i was like oh thank god we can work on this thing in a red flag but yeah there's like seven or eight red flags in that race it was wild yeah i think they got tangled up with the guys that were next to us um, um yeah spare part or some expensive parts i think they're going ex- 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 some expensive spares because it used to be no ex- like some expense spared and now it's like oh, some okay. expensive spares something like that. it's like yeah. it's chris Mays's team yeah, yeah i've chris known chris Bay. for a while so yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, yeah, great guy. Parrish, too. Parrish, like, we're yeah, going to get him on the show Parrish. one of these days. Yeah, yeah, we Parrish, will definitely get Parrish. Parrish's family. Parrish. So he's, yeah, I've known Parrish for a long time. And Ron says, watch out for uh, Beamer's <laughs> SUVs. Oh, what is that well, about? Uh-oh, well, another story. Well, I, I don't have anything to do with that. That's just Ron getting yeah. into some funky situations. All <laughs> right, Ron. Ron. Ryan, you got to cough it up now, baby. What's up with this story? I'll get it out of him later. Yeah. <laughs> One of us will. Yeah. This story. I jump t- in, whatever. Yeah. That video is pretty cool. Oh, oh it's, it's on video. video. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. we're going to have to see this video there, Ryan. No, actually, uh, the only like bad thing I, I've ever done is probably like I ripped my truck around the Heron compound one time. I believe it was like uh, Halloween last year. The cat's and, out the bag, everybody. <laughs> uh, but statute of limitations is that it's fine, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can claim that my Tacoma's got the fastest lap time around that track for a car. Y'all heard <laughs> it on Pin the Gas first. <laughs> Meanwhile, Harris going catch that motherfucker. That's awesome. Tell us about uh, Ron down there at the Heron Compound with, yeah. with Ashton and everybody, man. No, it's, it's been good. Uh, actually, we used to do a lot more riding uh, there. Um, I, I mean, there was a time where I used to drive every weekend after work. I would drive straight down to the Heron Compound. It's like a five-hour drive and uh, and just ride with Ashton and whoever was there and then come back home. But it, it taught me a lot. It, it's a cool track. You know, it's, it's small, uh, not a lot of uh, room for error, and it's real tight on a 450. So you got to work the bike. Uh, pretty good and you know ashen's super fast over there uh, like i think he still gives me a second a lap on the 450 so uh if that so um yeah no but it, it's it's been good we've been riding a lot more at bushnell lately and that track is super fun and uh, we just did a uh, south florida mini gp race a couple couple weeks ago and ashen came out and uh, that was a fun trip and we had cam over there and we ended up shaving his head after the race and <laughs> yes so was, that was proper it was a good time he told you the story right how, how this went down oh yeah oh we, we were all rooting for jamie yeah yeah i bet <laughs> i would have been too i'd be like go jamie because jamie yeah. told me straight up she said you realize if i lose i'm not cutting my hair right i was like yeah we'll come up with something different for you i gotcha yeah 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 yeah, yeah for no, sure. i i think you and i were talking about it last time we we're like man can, can we cut his hair like can we buzz it <laughs> yeah absolutely you can yeah that's awesome so. that's good stuff man yeah those guys i can't wait i plan on going down there sometime next year and hanging out with with julian and Michael Carrera and Rick Glover and 
Chris Gladden, man, and all them guys, Cameron and Isaac and whoever's there, and just, just have a good time. Obviously, you guys heard Jules went down there and, and got his first knee down experiences with a couple broken clutch levers and flipped a bike <laughs> and all that good stuff, right? But yeah. that's but that's all part part of learning, right? Um, it yeah, it's a uh, sounds like a day at the track. Sounds yeah, like a normal weekend, <laughs> right? Sounds like fun, don't it? Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like a good weekend. Uh, hey. Yeah, South Florida, uh, um, me, GP, that's – I think that was the first organization I ever went and, and raced with. So, uh, I owe it big time to, to Michael. And, he, you know, to this day he lets me come out and uh, and ride every now and then. So, it's – yeah, he's good people. Oh, uh, there I, I love all of them. I'm actually – I'm a huge supporter of them. I actually run them uh, – his logo on my sleeve on Pin the Gas shirt. Um because what he does for Moto America, for us here in the, in the United States, man, nobody else doing it what he's doing. I, Moto America should step up, man, and give this guy, like, some money and a full-time job j- just to do this because what he does is amazing for everybody, right? I mean, you, yeah. you and I tell everybody this, on all the pocket, man, if you ever want to learn how to ride, man, just Michael Carrera, SFL Mini GP. If you can't get in touch with him, get in touch with me. I'll put you direct contact with him. All you do is show up, register, Pay a little registration fee, and that's all you need. You don't need boots, helmets, gloves. He got all that, bikes, everything. You just show up, and it'll be the most yeah, fun think, you ever had on two wheels. I think Michael uh, could be a, a good um, uh, promoter for uh, the Mini GP in Moto America. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he would do a – I think he would do a great job. Yep. I agree. I agree. We need to try to make this happen, man. So, yeah, I'm a big supporter. I always giving him in the SFL Mini GP a shout-out. Um, yeah, Jillian too, right? Of course, I, I'm usually wearing Jillian's hat until I got my new Pentagat podcast hat, so I, I gotta wear it all the time. But, um, I need to actually get a Juju shirt so I, I, I can wear it on the podcast. But yeah, I'm a huge, uh, all actually, Rick Glover is the one that come up with with our new logo with our oh, new cool. Pentagas podcast logo. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it was a dude, big shout out to Rick. He's actually an admin on Pentagas on Facebook. He's a He's proper, magical. I'm actually getting his son, Cooper, on the podcast and his rider coach, Chris. Uh, so th- they're coming on, um, which is going to be the first time I had a rider coach and uh, an up-and-coming proper you know, kid c- coming up on the pod, which is going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome because you get the dynamic between the, the young kid up-and-comer and the older been there, raced you know, AMA, the, the, the coach, and you get to see the dynamic duo and – how they got together and the whole story, man. I I, I love it. I, I think it's going to be great. And they're also obviously SFL Mini GP, as I say it again, everybody. Michael Carrera, let's go, right? South Florida, yeah. Dude, I got to yeah. get down and go ride. I haven't done any minis or I've ridden a supermoto on the track once, and it was like it's one of those like okay, I have to buy one of these and build one of these now just for my own shenanigans. But yeah, we'll see. A hundred percent. I want to get me a little Honda Grom, man. I, I think that, that that's what I want, just to go down there and ride little car tracks. We've had this conversation. Honda no. only pays contingency on two motorcycles, CBR 1000, Triple R, and a Grom. They pay contingency money on a freaking Grom. Grom. Yeah. Yes. Well, ain't that <laughs> crazy? I was like, I That's, think you might have just spoiled my 2024 plan. There you go. No, Y'all heard it first. 2024. Yakimo Honda Grom, Moto America <laughs> champion on the Grom, baby. Let's go. It is pretty yeah. wild watching guys go through a corner full, like all the way to the stop, top gear, 70 miles an hour, and the bike's just doing this. Both tires are sliding. I'm like, you guys are 
No, nah, you can have that. Like I'll do it once. I'll do it on a Grom, but that's about as fast as I want to go sliding anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I will do it. I ain't gonna lie. Fuck it out. My bones will heal. Uh, David says I, I need a beanie hat for my bald ass head. Yeah, then listen. He the, then he can't wear the cowboy hat. Yeah, right. Then yeah, that cowboy hat, American one. That was awesome. That, that's something I need to have made. Is some beanie hats, man, for sure. I think that that would be proper. Oh, I, I rock some beanies for sure. I know. I'm a dude. If you guys, well, obviously you see my. Dude, this whole top right there is full of nothing but hats. Like, there's probably I could wear a different hat for probably three months straight and not wear the same <laughs> hat twice. I got a whole drawer full of beanie hats. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. But you know what? We love what we love. We're men, right? Yeah. So yeah, we yeah, it's it's awesome. So listen, what's what is the future plans? Yeah. Besides besides the Grom, we we so, already we already established that, right? You made the grid for Twins Cup at Pittsburgh on an RC. Yeah. Yes. Correct. How was that? That was uh, that was cool. That that was uh, you know a cool experience. Um, I, I definitely proved to myself that I'm capable of of running up with uh, you know um, with. Well, hell, I could have told you that at Barber. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the I think what what really set in for me was the fact that I only had uh, two sessions on that bike uh, at Roblin before that. And um, I was able to go faster than I did in the endurance on a bike that I didn't know anything about. And there was a couple of things that were wrong with the bike. Um, like the suspension was just not working and um, we, I just couldn't figure out what to do with it. And uh, when I, we went in for Q1 and um, that was kind of like me getting my feet wet really um, after I crashed in the morning. And, you know, it was, that was, a learning experience, but uh, I went into Q2 thinking that I could, you know, uh, bring the pace down and be able to run up in the, in the top 10. And that just wasn't the case. And uh, uh, unfortunately, um, the bike ended up almost blowing up at the start of the race. So they pulled me off track, yeah. um, which was, was a good call. I, I couldn't understand it at the time. I, I couldn't see anything wrong with the bike. And actually, there wasn't anything wrong yet, but uh, I think if I'd continued it, it would have turned um, into a problem. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. And then after that, Brandon Cole ended up uh, stepping up and uh, lending me his RS660. That was bone stock. And I ended up uh, uh, doing practice in the morning and then jumping straight into race two. And I was running the same lap times that I was running on the R7. And, uh, but unfortunately the gearbox, um, decided, well, I, I just couldn't make a positive shift anywhere. And especially going into chicane on the last lap, uh, it, I felt like it grenaded itself. So I wasn't going to push it, um, to try to get to the end. And it was unfortunate because all I had to do was cross the finish line and I would have finished in whatever 15th position or something, but, uh, something told me that it wasn't worth going to destroy a buddy's bike that just, you know, lent it to you. Uh, so I pulled off and I, I would say next time now I know I, I would have gone through with it cause you can always replace a gearbox. It's, yeah. you know, um, but, but yeah, that was, that was my first time experience at Moto America. <laughs> and That's as awesome. someone who races SVs and his races, whose thought process was, I just want to make the grid for a, a twins cup race personally. As a, the first time a 660 came past me, I went, nope, not doing <laughs> yeah. it. Because mm -mm. I'm it's coming so up hard. the hill. Oh, God, that, that's a, such a cheater bike. 
like for those of us who are you know just sv dorks but it's like you see you'd see it at 660 roll up and like oh great you're here awesome <laughs> yeah. now i gotta deal with and, you and even on a on an r7 i mean it, the 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 bike it, blake's bike was working really well uh i will say that uh that r7 was uh, i mean insane uh compared to what i've other bikes, other R7s I've seen, but uh, I could not get like a, a good lap on the thing. Like, there was just some things that I just could not settle with. Like the front end just didn't feel uh, what I've always been used to um, it feeling. And uh, I know but, why <laughs> <laughs> everyone has been fighting with R7s and MT07s with yeah. front end feel. And I know exactly why that frame is too soft. Yeah. And coming from, yeah, it, it's, it's like a bicycle frame. I mean, really uh, you look at how the frame is built and you're like, what were they thinking? But um, yeah, like coming from an SV or, you know, an RS, RS is even better, but even just the SV, the SV is like a, I think it's 30 uh, and it's not a race bike, but it's, it feels the front end feels a lot better than the R7 felt. Yeah. Like I was <laughs> talking with Parrish, he was having, a lot of problems with the front end just chattering away and it seems like from the conversations that he and i've had like it likes lighter weight riders that's why blake is so good on him because blake is blake's really fast don't get me wrong but he's also a skinny dude so it's yeah. like okay we get it <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure uh, i I could I could agree to that, and you know Jackson is was really good at making that bike go fast because yeah. that bike was not set up right. Even his bike was not set up right the whole year, and so it, it was impressive to see. I think if he had more support and more um, more knowledge behind him on the suspension side, he could have done better. Uh, but yeah, that R seven was a toughie. The, the motors are good. The motors can be good. That's as long about as it. Yeah, that's, his, that's his motor it. was really fast. He had the fastest yeah. trap speed every almost everywhere. Yeah, uh, I mean Daytona, he, he was up by three miles an hour on everybody. I mean that was, that was ridiculous. What was the trap speed on that bike at Daytona? I can't remember exactly at this okay. at this moment, um, but yeah, it was sure. it was the fastest R seven. Oh, they're again. You set them up right. You build the motor right. They're awesome. But yeah, again, yeah. the minute you go to the brakes and try and make it turn, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when they first released, they said, oh, we're coming out with a new R7. I was like, yes, thank God, another 750 like the R7? Let's go. And then I seen this. I was like, what the fuck is this? A parallel twin? This ain't an R7. Get out of here, right? Well, it, I get them naming. The, every, the reason why everybody's got a parallel twin is because the motors are cheaper. Well, I know, I know. But I know. yeah, it's it's also old manic. school proper R7. I was like, yes, oh, look, let's go. I am not arguing that. I throw my leg over an old school I, R7. Yeah, dude, and yes. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So the RS660. You're right. When it did come out, I mean, it's still that is the bike to be on in the Twins Cup class. Let's just be honest, right? Because you don't have to really put a lot of engine work into it. It's pretty much ready to go out the box. Throw a pipe and. Power Commander Six or whatever Pizzazz or whatever you want to put on it and yeah. get the suspension well, set up and you're you're ready to rip. And with everything that Matt Spicer at Robum Engineering's done, I mean, you can buy a package bike from him and it's uh, it's it's perfect. Uh, you know, it's it's what they've been running all year and it's proven they they they've had put that bike in the endurance 
And uh, I mean, it, it's made it through multiple uh, weekends, I believe, on that same motor. So, um, very good bikes for sure. Yeah. How much is one of his bikes come set up? Not a hundred percent sure. Um, not a hundred percent sure. I, I believe they're in the in the thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty thousand dollars. I, I mean, think what, about that. That's expensive, man. Right, thirty thousand dollars. But okay. if you think about it. <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's, it's really not. not. No, it, as far as a racist standpoint, you're right. But to 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 us mere mortals, we look we're like thirty thousand dollars for an RS six sixty. Are you kidding me right now? I could buy a brand new Panigale V four S. You know what I'm saying? And spank it, yeah, in a straight line. But yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I agree with that V four S race twins cup. <laughs> facts right and then my man curtis woodworth what is going on man i had such a great time hanging out with curtis and keith and all of them from uh uh yeah they're such great people he says a z125 so what is the major difference between a z obviously one's a kawasaki one a honda but what's there to me when i look at them they're basically the same right both the little 25 cc singles there can't be much horsepower difference between the two i mean let's just be I honest think right on a racing <laughs> side uh the the z definitely seems more racy like uh the you know um the the way it's uh, made yeah, like the the wheels are closer together, and uh, it, I don't know. The, the Grom just seems like a couch, like an SV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Like okay. The Grom, Grom is the SV of pit bikes or like that works. Bikes. Yeah, that, that works. works. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But, you never uh, did really answer the question of what's yeah. 2024? What's, what's up with that? What were we doing in 2024 besides <laughs> the Grom champion? Yeah, well, hopefully some some racing. Uh, I'm still working out the details. Uh, I'll be honest, I can't really say much on what we're going to do next year, but there's definitely something in the works. And I'd like to be in, um, uh, in a, you know, in the, in the, on a super sport bike in the next class. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting, um, I'm not at the age anymore to be in Twins Cup. And even though, you know, there's plenty of other people that are or were my age when they won a championship in, in Twins Cup, but I, I don't feel like um, I could really grow into that class. So um, definitely trying to do something on a super sport. And um, uh, I think also with my racing background with Supermoto, that will fit better my my riding style. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I'm just. Uh, kind of trying to put all the pieces together right now and uh yeah trying to make something work for next year cool I, listen we can't wait to hear all about it right uh, everybody listen we, we, we can't wait so l l let me ask you this uh you don't have no plans you, you can't say right now but if you had any choice of a 600 cc bike you could personally race in super sport what bike would it be the well, 750 the ducati yamaha r6 yeah, well, right now, uh, of course, the bike to be on would be the V2. Um, but uh, that's uh, whether I want to ride or not, I would absolutely love to ride a V2. Um, but that is pretty far-fetched for me, I think, <laughs> right now, considering, you know, just the cost of, of Ducati parts is is off the chain. So, um, but I would love to ride a, a Triumph. Um, I've always loved the... Uh, the uh, yeah those bikes are i mean i love the sound of it i've got to ride the daytona bike um uh at the dealership before and i mean those motors are 
they're they're, they're cool insane. Yeah, my buddy had one. It's a it was a 08 blue hay gasket. Man, that thing was sweet. I was like, dude, this thing's yeah, it's it's proper. It's yeah, it'll well, get up and go. Real. It was light, it was nimble. Yeah, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it. I really did. So let's get away from motorcycles, Yakimo. What do you do to just to have fun and relax? Obviously, we know the mountain biking, right? But are you an Xbox or PlayStation guy? Uh, actually, I just got an Xbox when I broke my collarbone, and my buddy uh, lent me his Xbox. I've never had a PlayStation, never had an Xbox. I, I think I had a Wii when I was a kid, and I used to play yeah, Guitar right. Hero or something yeah. like that. But I haven't been much of a of a PlayStation or Xbox kind of guy. Uh, just kind of always been mountain biking, to be honest. Uh, um, my like, I remember my mom telling me like. As long as you're back by the time the sun is down, you'll be fine. And that's all I used to do. So, right. um, no, I can't complain. I, I will say I, I definitely had a, a childhood that was different from most of other people. Um, but I, I absolutely loved it. Loved every single minute of it. Um, but, yeah, I actually just got – so, like I said, I uh, my friend lent me that Xbox, and I, I got myself a uh, simulator set up. There oh, we go. Nice. Yeah. There we go. So, <laughs> nice. I'm jealous, man. That's what I want to do is get me a simulator. Yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of uh, Formula One and Dirt Rally is what I like a lot. Um, nice. Yeah. Actually, that is true. That I did have a steering wheel when I was a kid. My dad bought me a steering wheel. Uh, it was one of those, like, you know, 100 – hundred euros, hundred, hundred dollars. And uh, I used to play dirt rally, Colin McCree or McCray. Yep, McCray. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. I, I remember sitting there on that computer and just playing that like a lot of the winter nights. And, uh, that, that was pretty cool. That, uh, Brennan says, guitar, what a proper <laughs> E Carolina boy represent the Southern twain. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. So, oh, God. <laughs> Who is Brennan? Uh, he's um, he races a six hundred in I believe. Did he do Moto America? I don't, th- I don't. I'm not sure if he did Moto America or not. But um, I see him around and wear a lot. And uh, he's good friends with Philip Hart, so they sponsor Ryan. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he's a cool guy. We, we had uh, we had our last. <laughs> That's awesome. So obviously, Formula One. You don't play no motorcycle games on the Xbox. I don't, not really. I, I've never been, like I said, never played Xbox or like with the joystick. So I've never really, uh, okay, I suck. Yeah. I'll be yeah, honest. Well, like every time we go, yeah, every time we go somewhere, my, especially Jackson's house, we'll, like he'll play MXGP or something like that. I'm just like, I, I, I can't yeah. even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Netflix, what's your favorite Netflix series? Uh, Reese, I just got done watching. Uh, well, it's not on Netflix, uh, but Ted Lasso, Ted, dude. Listen, yes. I'm dude, I'm watching Ted now, dude. Roy is my fucking dude, bro. Yeah. Roy Kent, bitch. Roy yes, Kent. that's my dude right there. Yeah, dude, what a great show, man. Yeah, I, I absolutely love, um, you know, those types of shows. You yeah, know, I, I feel like there's a lot to take from those, um, to learn, and uh, no, it, that, that's cool. Um, but on another note, I, I watched uh, Prison Break. That was my favorite TV show of all time. And uh, another one was uh, Ted. Uh, no, what was it called, Ted? Um, With the teddy bear and Mark Wahlberg? Mm, no, no. The 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 serial killer butcher 
Oh, oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. yes. The butcher um, of Plainfield. Dexter. 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 Yeah, Dexter. Dexter. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was, yeah, my, that was one of my good. favorite ones. Dude, I hated my, the way that fucking series ended, though. You oh, kidding me horrible. right now? I was like, what horrible the, the way that show fuck? Terrible, yep. Uh, dude, it was. <laughs> Yeah, did yeah, they so, bring it back for like a season or something? Yeah, like that? but I don't think it did. Where he's in like Alaska or some bullshit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did. But, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I thought they were gonna, you know, continue it and go somewhere with it, but I guess not. They just left it all, left us all hanging. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it, uh, Brennan says, still waiting on you to bring that dirt scooter up to North Carolina. Give me some dirt track lessons. Yeah, we we were just there. We uh we you know we do corner spin every now and then. I have and, got uh, to sign up for one of those. Well, Aaron Stevenson, yep, absolutely. I want to do it too. I want to. Absolutely, got to yeah. do if you haven't done it yet, it, you're, I don't know what you're waiting on because it's, well, it's it's really good. Funding and time off from work, and <laughs> right? Yeah, all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, but listen, Daniel, that's something we should do together, man. For Bro, sure. Yeah, we will. Like I know they they, they just released the schedule for 24, didn't they? I believe have so. They? Yeah. Okay. Chris, we will figure this out and yeah, we will we'll make it a, it a YouTube well, video it, out of yeah. For this sure. time of year. Best time to go. That's when the dirt is prime and uh, Aaron's got uh, a lot more time to do schools and, and uh, uh, you know, weather permitting, of course, like the, the track is always perfect. Like the last time we went, it, it was blue groove all the way around the short track and blue groove and some of the turns down at the TT track. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I've got uh, it. Yeah, I do too, man. Every time I see it, I'm like, dude, I want to go so bad. Erica says, and he let Ryan break I his I saw hand. that. I saw that. <laughs> man, I, I felt so bad for so, Ryan. Another story, tried- Yakimo. What is up, man? <laughs> well, Ryan drove. Ryan being uh, Ryan, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan being Ryan. Now, he drove like five, seven hours to come down there, and then like – we do two sessions and he crashes and, and breaks his hand and doesn't get to ride the next day. I felt so bad. And he, I mean, he was a champ. Like he stayed at the house after that, that night and didn't say a word, you know, like, but I could tell he was hurt and yeah, it just, I just sucked, man. Like that was unfortunate, but um, we were just riding. Uh, I, I honestly, I didn't even see it. He said he grabbed a handful of front brake and the front tucked and, I will say I did crash twice that day doing that exact same thing. Just like um, the ground was so slick, um, and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, just tucked the front. Actually, I I took a pretty gnarly crash. Second session of the day, I I jumped one of the curbs and landed on a wet spot, and my front end just like tucked like this in front of everybody. Like I'm oh, supposed no. to be the coach. And this guy piled on to me, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's not good. I wadded my bike up. It, oh, I had no. a bike. You stood up and was like, I was just showing you guys what not to do. That's all I yeah, was doing. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I'm good. We're good. Do yeah, as I say, not as I do on this one. Right. I was showing you what, what not to do. Yeah, so <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Celebrity crush. Ooh. Ooh. Uh Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I forget her name, but she, she's the, um, the girl in War Dog. Um, War Dog. What's her name? She. I seen that. Hang on. I gotta look it up real quick. Hang on, I'm on it. And we're on the case. War Dogs. I love it. This is awesome. Ron says, "I was chilling. We'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Uh, he also says, "Oh, it's Anna, Anna the yeah, Arms, Anna the Arms." That's yeah. it. Yep. Oh my god, dude! Something said, about her, bro. <laughs> I'm with you, Chris. Don't do it. I already don't, know this. I already yeah. know the movie you're trying to tell him. It's her, one other girl, and Keanu Reeves. That's all we're leaving it at. What, what's the name Ryan of the movie? Talking. You're the one that told Ryan about it. I, I know. <laughs> it was Jules. No, it was Jules. It wasn't me. Oh, it was I was Jules like, yeah. Jules, put the put the name of the movie in the comments, and we're gonna leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> trust us. Just leave it alone. Yeah, I, man. I keep hearing. <laughs> guess, about this guess what movie I'm watching tonight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hang on, we'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> we just gave it away. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's good stuff. So uh, let me ask you this: uh, if if we made a movie of, of, about your life, what movie star would play you? Ooh. I mean, man, that that I got to give it some thought. All right, um, we'll come back to that one. Just go. Just go. The movie is knock it. knock. Knock, 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 knock. That's knock. all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. That's it. Watch the movie. You'll you can thank me tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Thank me tomorrow. I heard the the Clint picking too, right? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Had to write it down. <laughs> Wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you get older, man, you gotta have post-it notes, right? I used to make fun of my mom, dude. I I gotta utilize my calendar on my phone. If not, I forget everything. Uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I got dude, whiteboards yes, here, dude. whiteboard yeah, there. Dude. If not, I'm a I'm a freaking lunatic. So I'm like, oh my god, I got shit to do, but I don't know where I'm supposed to go or who I'm supposed <laughs> to talk to. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. He says, <laughs> Brennan says he is a freaking star. <laughs> That's right. It, <laughs> it, it, it does happen. So, are, are you into conspiracies? Like, do you believe in aliens or conspiracy theories or anything like that? Uh, I'm not opposed to them. Uh, okay. I, I think, uh, you know, I think there might be some truth and there might yeah. be some false, but, yeah. uh, I'm with it. I like to think that there's, you know, some things that we don't know about, you know, that's right. That's right. I mean, you know, the government did come out and say, yeah, there is aliens. Right. But, right. Yeah. yeah. And the weird so, thing is everything that was going on, nobody cared. That's that, how yeah. bad oh, everything yeah. was right? going. <laughs> it, it, it just makes you mad that they kept lying about it all these years. And all of a sudden yeah. they're like, oh yeah, we when fucking lied to cared. you. Right, right, yeah, right. Nobody cares. Like, everybody's like, yeah, we, 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 we know. Yeah, yeah we got that, other flew stuff right, that flew right over, like, everybody's head. I mean, I, that was that was crazy to, to see that, yeah. I know. I was uh, Nobody reacted to it. I was waiting. Uh, nobody said shit. I was like, okay, fuck it, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it, it is what it is, right? So uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about MotoGP season, fellas, right? What a season, bro. Man, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was Team Martin, man. I wanted to see Jorge Martin, and I just feel like, listen, I, I like Pecco too, right? So just hear me out real quick. <laughs> to me, Jorge Martin has a more natural talent than Pecco. Pecco has to work at it harder to me that I see than Martin, right? But Pecco's got it together more mentally in his head than Martin does, right? Meaning that when there's high pressure on, he don't, he does make mistakes, but he's kind of cured from that we could say mm -hmm. kind of somewhat right um but yeah i was rooting for martin man because i wanted to see a underdog right uh and a non-factory team actually win the title right which which hear me out real quick hear me out ducati was in this big dilemma because if jorge martin won the title ducati was gonna kick anaya bastianini out put jorge martin in it because they couldn't stand having a number one plate on a non-factory ducati bike right hence 2024 now we have marquez on a Grassini honda 
which everybody already knows he's going to whoop everybody's ass, right? Let's just go on and say he's going to do good. Is he going to win the title? We don't know, but they're right back in the same predicament they was this year with Martin and Pecco. But yeah. actually, it's a little bit worse because now you're fucking with Marquez, right? And he did really good on his first test, right? Um, yeah, we all know he's not going to get the upgrades that Pecco and, and Bassanini is going to get, right? But he's on a 2023 champion winning bike, so it's already a proven all-arounder bike, right? So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting year. Of course, baby Jeebus on I know Daniel, I know you're waiting. Baby Jeebus on, on, on the gas gas, right? I mean, first time out. Uh I, I'm, I'm gonna let Giacomo yeah. make a say say his opinion yeah. before I'm gonna say anything. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's to me it's it's gonna be very, very exciting. Uh next year. Alex Rand's on the Yamaha. Um yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be proper. Of course, the news with RNF, everybody knows, right? RNF is turned around trying to sue Drono with all this bullshit that's been going on. Supposedly the owner ain't paid no bills, so they they're kicking him out. Hence, Miguel Oliveira was not at the test yesterday, right? He was the only yeah. one missing. Um, the reason why Raul was there because yeah, he's still contracted with Aprilia like them. But I, from my information, they only had like I guess one test bike um, there, and and they gave it to Raul, so. But yeah, so there's a lot going on and a lot to be said. Um, we'll just talk about MotoGP right now, real quick, because there's World Superbike and all that other shit. But yeah, man. So what do you think, man? Marquez on the Ducati, man. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah it's definitely going to be an exciting year. Uh, I think uh, from you know straight from the test. I mean, he, I'm sure everybody's seen his smirk. Like Dude. you can tell, he he yeah. loves that thing. Yeah. But uh, I think even more impressive is Luca Marini who you know he was he was he close did I, he did I Ten. think he was points yeah point six of a second uh uh fat or slower faster than Marquez was this whole weekend like I mean that on a Honda that supposedly is unrideable like that is really impressive so uh yeah hats off to Luca Marini and uh he, he did he did a, a great job at showing everybody that you know that bike is it's still capable, and uh, I think um, Mark is uh, probably needed a different spark, and that Ducati is that spark that he was looking for. So, um, but yeah, it'll be pretty interesting. I think uh, Peko Banyaya is is got um, he's gonna uh, he's, he's for sure he's gonna go push and try to you know try to go for the championship again, but he doesn't have the pressure he had before. Um, and um, I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, Martin go uh, go up top and, and win a championship, but it'll definitely be hard having Marquez on a competitive bike, um, for sure. Everybody remember that video that circulated on YouTube for a while? It was the juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> and it's exactly what's going to happen with Marquez. Yeah. Marquez is going to show up at the first race and go, oh, y'all forgot who I am. Yeah. Oh, you forgot who the fuck I am? Yeah, yeah. Like, look, it's like the Peco boys Bagnaia, TV show. Peco Bagnaia yeah. looks like a philosophy student that lives in Milan. That's what, he looks like. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He is an absolute killer. Martin is the fastest guy on a MotoGP bike on the planet. One hundred percent over three laps, he's the best because he won how many sprint races this year? Mm -hmm. Bikes don't work up till after about five laps. We learned that from the Speeds podcast. So. It's going to be – It's either one of two things is going to happen. It's either going to be an absolute barn burner of a season like it was this year or Marquez is going to destroy all 
and Pecco and Martin are going to battle for, and you know, when something happens, they're going to be right there with it. But like, it's going to be another Ducati season because, and everybody was talking about, oh, Vinales was top of testing. You mean Captain Saturday? Yeah. Come on. As much yeah. as I like Maverick's riding style, he, yeah. he's not a racer. He's a time attack guy. Yeah. So it's like, all right. And then with the whole RNF thing, those guys got screwed so bad yeah. the minute Patronus left. Yeah. The minute they left that team, it was, oh, that, I mean, the writing was on the wall for that team when Patronus left. Yeah. So, yeah. I, not, yeah. Now, I, I agree. And, you know, let's touch base on Honda real quick. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it is a brand new bike and, and it'd been a dilemma. They just lost Mark Marquez. So, yeah, they threw the kitchen sink at it the, the, the best they could. The bike did improve. So, if people watching this or listening to this, uh, even if you missed it, you can go back and watch it as soon as it ends or Spotify or blah, 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 Bob being tomorrow. But the point I'm trying to make is it, it's, they threw everything at it. They wanted to, to prove themselves, not one because Marquez left. So they want to say, Hey, look what you could have been on. Right. Hence, if you watched it, Marquez actually sh- slowed down when Mir come out and followed him, right. To take a good look at the Honda. Cause it was completely different frame. I mean, everything. Yeah. Um, I still, man, I, I think until the Japanese actually change the way they work and go more of a European style way of working, I think they're going to continue to struggle. Okay. I really do because it all starts with then um, they need to take a big lesson for, from the European guys and actually listen to the riders. Right. And, and listen to what they're asking for instead of the guy behind the computer going, he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Cause my data right here says this. And the writer's like bullshit. Cause this is what I feel right here. Right. Just change it to this and see me go. Right. But yeah, d- d- they do. You're right. Daniel, 110%. But my biggest problem with Ducati is too. Everybody knows I'm a huge fan is man. Why the fuck did MotoGP let them have eight bikes on the grid? Are you kidding me right now? Like, dude, no, it blows my fucking mind. No, it's, it's, it's literally, they don't like, okay. Dorna's Spanish, right? Yes. So, Honda's probably about to lose Repsol as a sponsor at the end of the year, in the next year. Where are they going to go? Who's going to have the factory Honda team? Because the factory Honda team's been at Repsol since Mick Doohan was on the thing. Mm-hmm. They lost Red Bull last year because Mark left. So, this year, yeah. where's all the sponsorship money going to go other than the top teams? Yeah. We're going to see a Red Bull team running a Ducati on top of all the KTM money? I I hope that Droner just steps up and is like, look, you know, the max you can have is four bikes. Each each manufacturer, four bikes, right? That's Or six. But it just, man, it just just seems like to me Ducati's got an unfair advantage to everybody, right? Because you got such a broad ride of various styles of riders, right? So you're getting all this technical data. Well, Um, it's. Well, you look at KTM too. KTM put in a lot. A lot of time, a lot of money into developing that bike. And RC, yeah. Uh, I don't see why in the next couple of years there'd be two or three teams with KTMs yeah. and Gas Gas. I mean, there, there already is. There is, yeah. They were trying to get a Husqvarna, yeah, yeah. Husqvarna factory team uh, when Suzuki left. But Dorna was like, no, we have to have it for another factory. Like, what other yeah. factory is showing up? On right. top of the fact, KTM also owns MV Augusta now. Yeah, yeah they so, do. You're right, Yeah. And then BMW's been That's talking about coming in MotoGP for what five years, six BMW years. BMW ain't gonna do it. They're never gonna show up. Nah, BMW is never gonna show up in GP. They're gonna stick to World Superbike. BMW that that's not in the character of that company. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I agree. 
So we actually have a question for everybody from Brennan. He says, what's everyone's thoughts on SDK coming home? Thoughts on his potential future plans straight into Superbike? So, uh, listen, uh, God damn it, dude. Like, I get so pissed off about the Moto America, the Moto 2 team there, man. It's like, how are you going to be an American team and kick off your only American rider on, on the team, right? I was so pissed off. I know there's a lot of politics that go along with this, right? I get it. Um Man, dude, I think SDK is fucking proper mega fast, and he's going to come back and kick some ass is what he's going to do. That's exactly what SDK is going to do. Here's, here's the problem. Here's going to be the issue. Where is he going to ride? Who's going to put him on a bike? Because when he comes back, like, BMW's gone. Yeah, Tyler's is gone. Tyler's is gone. BMW's gone. M4's locked up with uh, Richie Scott and Richie. Uh, and Pop Brandon, like we're talking superbike right now. Okay, okay. so Heron's locked in with Warhorse. Yeah. They're not going to bring another superbike in, mm-hmm. I don't think. Because I'm, I'm not commenting on things I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yamaha. Why would you screw that team up? I'm sorry. They Cameron won't. had the Cameron had the worst luck out of everybody on the grid with that thing. So, and Jake, you gonna cut Jake Lewis, Jake Gagne loose for SDK? Uh-uh. Um, who's gonna pick him? Who's gonna put him on a superbike? I don't see him going on a superbike. I see him possibly coming back and getting on a doing a support ride for Super Sport on a tight on that ZX6 Titler's bike, unless Stefano's running it. So, like SDK could get in and do something, do something on a Super Sport. I don't see him doing anything on a superbike right now or a stock thousand, dude. Stock thousand is. West Coast as that race series is going to be, that's going to be your best cost, most cost effective way to get back on the Moto America grid. So, like, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, he's not going to, unless he funds it himself or somebody makes another team, he's not going to be on a superbike ride. Yeah, I've heard rumors of um, SDK being on a superbike team, and I, I can't remember what those rumors were, like what team, um, but it, it seems like. There was a couple of people talking about it, so I, I don't see why it couldn't happen. But yeah, I, I'm not sure where he would, where yeah. you know, what team and what bike, and and I'm not saying it, don't. The kid's fast. Oh yeah, he's like, phenomenal, yeah. real fast. Yeah, but, he is. There, you're right. There is no room. Who's gonna do it? Yeah, I, th- I think that'd be good. Like bring back some of the old robberies, you know, between like him and Posh and oh yeah, uh, and Richie. You know, Oh yeah, and Richie. Richie yeah, they they yeah, yeah. battled that shit out in the 600 class. God damn, yeah. dude, that was proper racing. Yeah. So you know, uh, along with the Tylers, uh, let's touch base on that, right? We all know that unfortunately they left. We still don't know what's going to happen with Cam Bobier. We don't know where he's going, right? Well, I haven't heard right. anything. Have you guys heard anything on where Cam's going to be? After Obviously, that place, after that no, crash, yeah, and then Richie S hanging out. Yeah, and then uh, Corey Alexander, right? We, we, we still hadn't heard where, where, where Corey's going to be, right? But I also heard that uh, uh, somebody else is supposed to come into Moto America. I'm not exactly sure who it is. Another team supposedly supposed to come in. So it's just rumors. I don't know. Don't quote me 100% on that. Um, I know Tyler sold the bikes. So, because granted, because Stefano was on it at the ASR yep. race in Daytona. Yeah. JD went down and tested it. I saw JD test testing baggers in Bowling Green, which that I, I adore JD. He's the nicest guy in the world, but that little dude on a bagger is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
looks like an Ewok on a speeder bike. Like, what are we doing? Like, That's a good yeah, analogy, he, Ewok like, on a speeder bike. I love JD it. is – I will <laughs> watch him ride. He's the nicest guy in the world. I've talked to him a few times. I just – like he pulled up in his van. I was like, hey, can I look at the van? Because I'm trying to decide if I'm going to buy – how I'm going to do this. So I was just looking at his van. He's like, yeah, go look at it. I was like, all right, cool. But, like, where's he going? You know, like JD's coming back because Essenson's only yeah. running Dallas Daniels and Twins in the uh, flat track next year. Yeah. So JD's coming back. Where we don't know. So who's gonna? Okay, who? SD SDK could be on that warhorse bike because apparently Chavi's going back to Europe. Yeah, that's what I heard. I did hear that. I did hear Chavi was going back to Europe. So I don't know if that's a hundred percent, but that SDK could be on a V two. Yeah, that's that's what what. That's the news I, I'm, I'm getting to, but we'll, we'll see. And Chris Gladden, what's up, people? My what is man. up, Chris? My man. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, there's just so much going on, right? There's so much on with Moto America, on with World Superbike, right? We ain't even touched on Top Rack with the BMW, right? Uh, we ain't even sat on that bike yet. Uh, I know, right? Which is, oh, man, it, makes I, so <laughs> it makes me mad too, right? I, I get what Yamaha side of it, but also, man, it's like, look, if you delayed them, two months to get on the bike let's say even if you didn't the outcome is still going to be the same he's either going to whoop ass on it or he's not going to whoop ass on it i mean let's just be honest right it's one or the other yeah um well, i i think johnny ray hang on i think johnny ray is going to adapt a little bit quicker of course he's got two months or a couple of days destined uh to be ahead of the game but let's say they started the same i still think Johnny Ray would adapt a little bit easier to the Yamaha than it would be to the BMW just from watching previous seasons on everybody that's gotten on that BMW, right? Because they've had some kick-ass riders on the BMW, right? And yeah, so yeah, it's going to be exciting. What do you think, Yakimo? I think uh, Jonathan has got. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen any of his videos lately, YouTube's, but yeah, uh, it. I think for Yamaha is definitely a big marketing move as well. Uh, having Jonathan, somebody that can speak English and uh, you know make content like that, is is a huge step for them. And but uh, I think he he mashed right in with with Yamaha. I think he'll be a, a tough contestant to uh, to deal with next year. And it'll be interesting if the BMWs can you know improve from from last year. And and you know uh, I mean. Top rack is an insane rider, so I don't see why he couldn't be at the top. But, um, you know, we've seen riders like Gerloff get on that BMW and struggle, and, you know, uh, so Lord's yeah. Cross. Yeah, yeah. So it, it'd be, it's definitely interesting. I mean, it seems like everything's getting moved around a lot this year, you know, uh, compared to other years where it's just kind of like little movements here and there, you know. Uh, but yeah big steps and it, it'll definitely shake things up on the grid. And Ian Nona being back. I, I was yes, getting ready to say that. Maniac. Yes. The maniac baby. Let's go. I love, I love watching him ride. He Man. didn't give a shit. I Listen, love that. I always said this. I always told people that uh, Ducati made a mistake by getting rid of uh, Iannone and keeping Dovey. Man, they should have kicked Dovey's ass to the curb. I'd have kept Iannone, especially after that headbutt or that bird. I'm like, dude, he's in. Absolutely, he's in after that, right? Uh, at <laughs> Phillip Island, where he headbutted that, that that seagull coming down. Yeah, that yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I always liked the, the maniac style, man. I always liked. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be proper. So next year's gonna be proper. BSB too, right? Everybody knows right. I'm a huge BSB fan. BSB next year is gonna be be proper. Uh, left PBM. 
Yeah, Bradwell's not going to be back on PBM. They did cl- keep Glenn Irvin, so that means he's going to get a new teammate next year. I'm not sure who it's going to be, but uh, yeah, I'll find out here pretty soon. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. yeah, it's going to be proper. Uh, the Ala racing is going to be really good next year, right? You got, yeah, MotoGP. And the cool thing about GP, though, man, is that uh, everybody's contracts up in 2024, except. Luca Marini and Brad Bender. Those will be the only two in 2025 that their contracts won't be up at the end of 2024 because Bender just signed another, was it another four year deal? Three. Okay, a three year deal with KTM. Yeah. And then Luca Marini signed a two year deal with Honda. So 24 and 25. Tire contract is up at the end of 26, 25. Oh, dude, check it out. And then Pirelli and Moto 2. Yes, dude. Yes. Contract, tire contract is up in 26. The formula changes in 27. So we're getting all new rules package in 27. Yeah, I know. So I everybody's kind of just kind of getting through this and everything else. The problem, well, the biggest problem for me is we're not getting a new front tire from Michelin until 2020, until the contract's up. Yeah, and you bullshit because they brought it to the test. Didn't they just bring it to the test so they could try? No, they haven't, they, they okay. announced they weren't going to have one until at least the middle of the year okay. 24. So that's why we see all of the arrow and everything else going because yeah. the front tire is so junk. Nobody wants, nobody can use it the way the Bridgestone was because the Bridgestone, from everything I've read and everything Matt Oxley and all the guys that over there that know what they're talking about, they're saying like that Bridgestone was great until it wasn't and you knew it was going to happen. So yeah. that's why everybody's using both front and rear brakes to slow the bike down. That's why you see Bender and Jack sideways slowing the bike down. Because the rear tire is so much better than the front. I love so, his style. Yeah, I mean, you talk back to like when, you know, Casey Stoner uh, used to race and uh, he, he'd say the same thing, not about the tires in particular, but just how those bikes ride is, you oh. know, he, he claims he never had good feelings with the front end. So that's why he always rode uh, sideways dirt track style. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think. It's not a coincidence that uh, you know in a in a championship like MotoGP where they have one tire manufacturer that there can be so many so much of a gap in in uh, quality of tires. You know, like there yeah. that should not be um, that issue. should not be a thing yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, so it, it'd be interesting. I, I'm sure Michelin is trying to do everything to fix that problem. But um, it'd be interesting if uh, I would love to see a two tire, you know, like it used to be back in the day or like you get to pick your tires and, you know, like um, you have different brands to, to pick through. And um, I think that would shake things up a lot. I do, too. I, like, I agree. The crazy one was back in right before World Superbike happened. They had that Formula 750 or whatever. Yep. The Formula, that one of the TT one. The the formula was, T1 was or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I again, I'm, I have to look, but they were. It was a big tire. Like you could run whatever tire. There was a company they were doing. Or a couple of like the top guys were doing like a Dunlop front and a Michelin rear. <laughs> and that's they did the test, and that's what worked. And like you could see that. That's like, cool. You'll, you'll catch the bikes in museums that are just the way they came off. And sure enough, Michelin and Dunlop, I'm like. I don't know if I would even want to try and test that. Thank you, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, like that's... that just makes. And then they had, I don't know if you watched. There's a shaky burn video where he goes to the. I Chris, you have to have seen this. It's the greatest Ducati collection of all time. And these I've guys seen it. absolutely yes. One disc is steel. The other disc is carbon on the front. Yeah, of it. it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 
for, for Mr. Farachi did that crap here yeah. in the U.S. running uh, the former the USA or former the 750 or whatever yeah. it was. Like, yeah, I'm just like, that's weird. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah if you I mean, haven't seen the Ducati collection video, oh, Jane Burn, oh my god, it's he's got weird. this. I don't know who what this guy does for a living to make the amount of money to buy the bikes that he's got in that shit. It's insane. It's yeah. A five million dollar Ducati collection, easy. Oh, at least it, it's yeah, heaven. Wild, Dang. <laughs> it, it is a little slice of heaven. This is from Rick Glover. Oh, have you, have, yeah, have they? Yeah, absolutely. And they abashed any. They 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 kept him. It, which also comes to the fact that uh, I don't think Jorge Martin is going to be with Ducati after twenty twenty four. I think he's going to jump ship for sure. I think he could. I think it really is a good landing spot for him. Yep, I do too. Um, I do too. And, and I think that going to leave soon. Yeah, I think Alash is gonna uh, asparago asparagus as we call him uh, is gonna. Yeah, I think he's coming to the end. Man, I just dude, he just showed a shitty side of, of him in the sport, right? When he smacked Franco Morbidelli, dude. If listen, you'd have tried that shit with Jack Miller, he'd have got off that bike and whooped your ass right there on TV, man. Like, no, I mean, it, back in the day, it, you would have had a, a pit posse around your oh, your dude, canopy. You know, like, I, I don't yeah. see how they. They allowed that, uh, you know, and especially what what the um, the FIA did to him. Like, I mean, it was ten thousand dollars. I mean, to that to them, it's like it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. And of course, they're gonna do it again because to yeah. them, it's nothing. So, yeah. give uh, him a two second uh, grid penalty and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, eight positions, that, that you know, something like down. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's the other thing is they put him right one next to each other right next to each other i was dude jack i was thinking the same thing i was like what the fuck are you guys doing man like what it's about to be really good tv right it's about to be a soap (laughs) opera and man you know let's just be honest i've always been a franco morbidelli fan um dude i would love to see franco turn his uh career around and actually do really good again um yeah he's got a cool story uh behind him too uh you know he's uh, he's gone through a lot too. He's gone um, through a lot. A lot uh, of people to don't be realize. where he is. Yes, he, he really has. Oh, if, if it wasn't for Rossi, um, really stepping up, yeah, who knows? Because uh, he was racing uh, super bike at one Italian super bike, stock wasn't 600. Stock 600. Okay, stock 600. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the CIV, and then I think yep. he did some CEV. Yep, CEV. Yep, and then um, so his dad, his dad passed. Well, his dad, uh, yeah, did. Uh, yeah, I think had, he, yeah, he passed away yeah. at a young age, and uh, well, no, his his dad actually passed away. It was probably what six years ago, I think, five uh, years ago, like that. He he actually, I think, committed suicide, and he was going through a real, real bad time with that. Um, oh. and if you notice what he was doing in 20, I think it was at the end of 2020. Cause you notice where he was kicking ass that season. Then after that, it was just fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that a legitimate time, excuse. It is. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, but I, yeah. I, I want to see him turn around. I really Wasn't do. Wasn't he the first like ranch kid to go to MotoGP? Like, uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, he was their first champion too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what he, was it? 2018. 2017. Yeah, Moto 3. Or Moto 2 championship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's an OG for sure. Uh, he's been around that VR 46 uh, group for a while. And I just yeah, want to think... sit and watch that. I know. You know, too. just sit and watch. I just, I want nothing. I'm going to sit back here with a 
beer and a popcorn, just go, okay, you guys have fun. I'm going to sit there and watch and yeah. laugh at all of y'all. I would too. And yeah. then I'd also sneak back there to the kitchen and be like, what you cooking back here? Because I'm hungry. I'm smelling that. Yeah. <laughs> what you cooking back here? Yeah, I think two years ago when I went back for the Supermoto uh, stuff, I um, I got to spend the summer um, with uh, uh, Kevin Bondi and uh, uh, with some of my buddies went to see uh, the ranch. And uh, it, that was a cool time. Like that whole area is just it's like that's the, that's their culture. Like everybody you see 14 year old kids riding souped up scooters everywhere, mopeds. Um, and it, it's just, yeah, you go to the bar on a Sunday and they're playing the, the race on the TV and awesome. the owner's got 50 signed t-shirts and it, it's just cool. That's, That's awesome. great. Yeah. I love it. That, that's great. But listen, fellas, do we're an hour and 30 minutes into this and it don't even seem that long, does it? It no. always go by like, like this, but listen, so we'll, we'll go ahead and in this here in a few minutes. Um, you, you fellas hang on tight after, after this is over, but listen, um, Giacomo, why can't tell everybody how they can find you on social media and plug yourself in and all your sponsors and all that good stuff? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, on Instagram, I'm Giacomo underscore Manera, and then I have a little uh, Manera Racing uh, underscore 59. That's another page where I post every now and then. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I got to give a huge shout-out to uh, 1X. Uh, they supported me for a year now and uh, we'll continue to work together throughout next year. And I mean, they, they've done so much for me and um, you know, just their, their suits are, they're badass and uh, they got some pretty cool designs that you can pick for. Um, but yeah, them. And uh, I mean, of course, Russell, uh, Robum engineering and um, kind of everybody that helped us through the endurance this year, Kaufman trailers, he was a huge help with the tires and of course, Pirelli tires, um, and I, I'm forgetting a few, uh, ultimate textiles always backed me up since I was a kid and, um, uh, Carolina, uh, supermoto is the first car track I've ever gone to ride. And it's kind of where I learned, you know, um, and improved. Um, and it's a local car track here in Kershaw. Uh, it's actually, I think it's where Jackson Blackman grew up as well, like 40 minutes from his house. So, um, uh, yeah, just, you know, uh, Jeff Green at Blood Racing Lubricants. Uh, they, uh, I don't know how many boxes of oil I got at the house just sitting there. Like, <laughs> I could probably change my own DSV for the next 10 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you only got to do it like once a year, right? <laughs> yeah, it's an SV, right. man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that and, you know, um, uh, I got to give a huge shout out to uh my dad he you know let me stay at his house and um always feeding me which is uh it's it's a it huge helped. deal <laughs> right it's a good deal right there I, I hey i'm coming too what's for dinner <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what we we should definitely get together and cook something at one we of the will. racetracks no we will 100 percent, man 100 we'll definitely hook that up yeah either okay. corner spin or road because we're all going to be we it sounds like we're all going to be at road atlanta for moto america so yeah We'll figure yeah, that we'll, out. We'll do that for sure. No, we will. Uh, we will. So we, we got, uh, dude, Rick says, Chris, I love the background. Look, looks legit. Thanks, man. I, I Everybody knows from my previous ones. I, I used to be in my other room. I'm actually redoing my whole kind of setup. It's not. So listen, real quick. You, you see that tank shroud hanging up on my wall? Yeah. That is actually Alex Marquez's Moto2 tank shroud off his Moto2 bike that, that he had signed for me. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> fucking proper right That's there, awesome. right? That yeah, is, yeah badass yes yes yeah so uh 
yeah, I got Daniel. something like that that I can't let out that I have. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, you could tell us when we come off. Yeah, right. Go ahead. I love it. I was going to say, I got a picture of Russell let me keep an SV for some winter training. And I had it down at Ashton Yates' house, or actually Aaron Yates' house. And I parked it right beside his Jixer 600 and 750 with the number one plates and took a snapshot of it and sent it to Russell and he was stoked. I mean, okay. that, that, those are pretty cool bikes. Like, um, Damn right. uh, we those don't think about it now, but those things rich, were, I dude. mean, they were beyond. Proper. Yes. Yeah. Ha- have you ever sat on one? Does Aaron ever, uh, ever let you throw a leg over one? No, I have not. I've got to put my hand on it. <laughs> That's about <sighs> it. But um, I think one of the two bikes doesn't even have like internals, like motor internals. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just like a yeah, show bike. Surprise me. Yeah, it's all just bare uh, bare cases on it. That 750's yeah. probably got a whole lot of stuff that's not in it. <laughs> a whole, absolutely. A whole lot of stuff that, that's not in it. Claudio says, sadly, I have to go to sleep. Love to listen to your storytelling. Giacomo, <laughs> proud yeah, of you. See you soon. That's my uncle. Uh, he's he's back home, so uh, I'm sure now it's getting a little late over there. Well, thanks for watching, Claudio. Yeah, that's right. awesome. Appreciate it. And then, of course, my man Cameron Myers. What is up, Kid Chaos? <laughs> is in the house, baby? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I can't wait to to have uh, Cam Cam and all them guys back on. But listen, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining in and tuning in. Daniel, is, is there anything you wanted to say? But before we got off here, trust me, I've got everything I need to say out of my system right now. All right. <laughs> all right. You want me to, the last thing anybody wants to do, wants me to do is keep talking. It's keep okay. talking, right? I hear you. Literally, I, I everybody's you this, watching Daniel. this Huh? You're going to, you're going to race the SV next year. Oh yeah. I'm, I, I'm, we're talking about, I'm talking about getting an endurance team just for like, just do road Atlanta. Um, okay. I've got to refresh the motor. So I've got to go through there and yeah. Cause Everybody would go into the hairpin and we'd at barber and we'd all go to the throttle at the same time. Everyone else would leave and I would stay in the same spot. So like, it's Wait like, a minute. I'm gonna refresh the motor and all that mess. But yeah, I'm gonna they just released the weird schedule for this year. So I'm gonna pick and choose what I'm gonna do. Just I've got some stuff I'm doing. Again, I'm old. Like I've got stuff I gotta do to my house. I've got stuff yeah, no, that I'm I gonna do this year. So it's like I'm a I'll hit Road Atlanta, I'll hit Barber, I'll hit a Talladega rounder, maybe, but and do some other little stuff and coach a lot. I coach at uh, track days up in Bowling Green, about an hour and a half from my house. So if you okay. ever get bored and you've got a bike you want to come bring to the track, holler at me. Come up to NCM on a weekend. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll yeah. definitely take you up on that. Yeah. I got you. You got a place to stay. You got like all I got to do is make two phone calls and we got you. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. That's awesome. Cool. I, I'll take you up on that too because I'd love come to come on with it. Let's and, go. And I gotta, yeah. hey, Chris, I've got your Ducati guy to rebuild your motor. It might take okay. a while, but I got the guy. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll also, chat about this. Go I ahead. wanted to say, Daniel, if you want to get some parts for the SV, I mean, Russell's got you know a garage full. And I will definitely uh, be talking to you guys about that. Just be, like I've got. Well, get this, get the live feet out. We'll all, right, all right, all right, all right, okay, all right, all right, everybody. You heard that. Daniel said we got to go now. So listen, listen. 
I just want to give a shout out real quick. Listen to everybody that always watches and supports us here at Pendergast. You guys, I tell you this all the time. You don't know how much it means to me. It means the world to me. I love every single one of you guys, and I say it all the time. For those of you that have not watched, like or subscribe. I don't say this very much, but please go like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell because it does help us out for all these future shows that, that we do have coming up because it does cost money. I'm not asking for money. I'm just asking for your support to like and subscribe. That's all I'm doing. Please help me out. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just playing, but please do go like and subscribe. It does help us out. Thank you again to everybody. I do want to say a big shout out to my man, Jake Marsh, over there in Europe, BSB. They support Pin the Gas. We're on his team shirts. We're on his race bikes. It's uh, Jake Marsh. Everybody go support him at Club 45. Get in touch with me. I'll put you in contact. Please go support him. Also, my man Martin from the Clothing King Company, uh, the Clothing Kings, he, he makes all our merchandise. Um, if you guys, even if you guys want to buy a pin to gas shirts or hats or beanies or jackets or whatever, uh, go to the clothing kings.co.uk. Okay. And they have all our merch out there. Uh, also, um, yeah, again, just thank you to everybody. And also big thank you to California Superbike school UK. If anybody out there in UK wants to get, go do a track day or learn from simply the best in the business, uh, Hit Jane up from California Superbike School UK dot co dot uk right so it, it it's a lot for me to remember and, and try to go through I need to I need to do better about writing this down everybody I just told you a little secret I need to write more <laughs> shit down but anyway thank you guys so much Erica Wolf says we love you boys and guess what Erica we love you too and we love everybody that uh, watched us and uh, Alfred said uh, Alfred thank you wonderful show go 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 yes I absolutely i agree but anyway i'm christian show simcoe my man daniel shoemake my good mate yakimo Manera. until next time uh tune in tomorrow real quick real quick i know i keep going on this jack hammersley is going to be on the podcast uh 2023 2023 moto gp esport champion with the ktm red bull team trust me you don't want to miss it it's going to be a proper show until next time, I'm Chris Show Simcoe, my man Daniel, and Yakimo. Peace. <laughs>